welcome back to the Homeworkies podcast. I am Amy, and today we are here covering some recent UpTV movie releases on a special edition episode of Once Upon an Upside with a very special guest. We have the one and only Elise Ray with us today. Hi! Hi, everyone! I'm so excited to be here talking about some Up movies today. These were the first Up movies I've ever seen in my entire life, so this is really exciting for me. Wow! I'm honored that you've watched them for me. I appreciate them so much. That no, of course. Amazing. Thank you. Um, yeah, so this April, um, Up only released two new movies. So we've kind of combined the two April movies and one of the main movies that have aired already. Um, so we can make a full episode out of it. Um, so we, we are going to be talking today about three movies from Up. Um, one is called In Lawfully Yours, another called Woman of the House, and finally A Moving Romance. So, Elise, are you ready to get started? Oh, I was born ready to talk about these movies. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So first we have the movie In Lawfully Yours. This aired um, in... April on Up TV. It is actually a re-release. This was originally a Netflix film release in 2016, and that's how I originally watched it. Um, so the movie Unlawfully Yours stars Chesley Crisp, Mary Lou Henner, Joe Williamson, Corbin Bernstein, and Philip Boyd. Um, and this story is about a young woman who uh, is goes home to her soon-to-be ex-husband's um, house, to unfortunately bury his father and um through that she forms a close relationship with her soon-to-be ex-husband's uh, mother as well as her soon-to-be ex-husband's brother-in-law <laughs> um so it's it's a little bit um confusing uh but it's i thought it was a cute heartfelt story if you can get over the family ties a little bit <laughs> um so what what were your first thoughts of this movie, Elise? Did you like look into it before you watched it at all? Or did you um, I kind right of it? looked into it and I was really nervous because I just I the the, the the family dynamic of it all really mm -hmm. kind of turned me off. Like I I'm not one of those people like kind of in romance novel terms, like I don't want to read about step siblings. I don't want to read about in-laws. I don't want to read about like your best friend's older brother. Like some of that stuff kind <laughs> of like squicks me out a bit. Mm -hmm. um, so I was a little bit nervous about this one, but I actually ended up really enjoying it. Um, I thought it was super charming. And I thought the um, Chelsea, especially as the lead Jesse was just so charming and compelling. And like, I loved watching her. And it was really like a compelling, sweet movie that like meditated on the nature of grief more than I had expected. Um, I mean, when I first started watching the movie, I think I messaged you mm -hmm. and I just said, wow, this movie is a lot. Because in the first 10 minutes, she discovers her husband's cheating on her. She wants a divorce. She like kicks over a big poster with his face on it. And, and I was, so, you know, coming from like a Hallmark background, I was like, okay, that's wild. Like in a Hallmark movie, you never have cheating. Like that's oh, yeah. just such a big thing, big no-no line. But I, I just, the more it went through, I just really kind of fell in love with it and, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I do think it had like a heartfelt approach to grief. And when I originally watched this a couple years ago, cause I think this was intended to be made as a Hallmark movie, Mm -hmm. um, and it unfortunately didn't find a 
network. So it was put on Netflix for a little bit. Um, so I'm glad Up picked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't expecting it to be a story of grief. I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting it to, you know, in the first five seconds where it was the cheating storyline first coming into it, I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be more like a Lifetime movie. <laughs> um, but it ended up turning into a really heartfelt where there was some religious aspects that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, me either. I was, I was really, like, I, I read that he was a pastor, but I didn't expect it to be, mm-hmm. like, a religious movie, and, and my kind of experience with religious movies as a religious person are sometimes I find them to be, like, very agenda-driven and heavy-handed, and um, sometimes I have difficulty watching them, but I felt that this one was really, like, compassionate towards people who aren't of the same faith and like how you learn and how you grow and how we can all be better and do better as like people and um I really actually enjoyed the religious aspects of it more than I thought I was going to um like Chelsea comes from a background her character where she just isn't like has never been in a church before Mm -hmm. and the way that she like grows into a person who not only appreciates like religious people but like the spiritual nature of it itself is really fun and um, very sweet. I liked it. Yeah. And I think they also added some comedic elements that I think would really bring others into the story who are not necessarily religious because um, her character, Jesse, like you said, is not a religious person in the beginning. And it kind of added that comedic aspect of when you are learning religion there's certain things that seem odd to you. And um, I very think, I very much think they approach that in a very comedic and fun way. Um, one of my favorite parts when it was when she was trying to cheer up her mother-in-law and she's like, let's go churching. Yeah, that was so <laughs> sweet. It was so, because I, I love that because it showed so much about her character. It wasn't just like, oh, it's a funny joke, but it was also like, you can tell through that line, she really does care about this person and like want, she knows it brings her joy, even if it doesn't bring Jessie herself any pleasure. She's yeah. like, look, I know my mother-in-law likes it. I know it'll make her feel better. So we'll go and it'll be fun. And like, I think that's really like a great way to reveal character and just showed like how much heart she had. Yeah, it was a very sweet moment and very caring. And it was sweet that she was trying different things that necessarily weren't for her to make her mother-in-law feel better um yeah I and there were funny moments in this movie I feel like we're talking about the like that grief aspect a lot but there were a lot of funny Mm -hmm. moments um you know it's definitely a romantic comedy it does have like more it has like a lot of heart but it is a romantic comedy it has what I like to call um Christian mischief (laughs) which is um like because there are so many rules in a lot of these movies where like okay well we don't want the pastor to like steal or be bad but he's gonna borrow all of her tape so that they can't pack up the house like Christian mischief is always one of my favorite things in a movie I love it so much it's like when Hallmark told me that Hallmark heroines could not commit crimes and so I had to come up with like clever ways to get around their rules (laughs) it's always very fun I love it that's great um I love that (laughs) that's awesome so um did you have a favorite part or favorite moment from the movie that stood out to you Oh, it's got to be when they, they're, the mother-in-law kind of sets them up on a date uh, to the movies, and they go and see Charade, which is a great movie, um, at the uh, kind of old-time, like, movie theater in town, and she um, says something along the lines of, like, 
look, I'm not going to sleep with you just because you bought me a movie ticket or like something like that. And it, and you, the other people are just so scandalized and, and it's so funny. And like the way that he, he's like, you know, I'm going to get in trouble that, for the fact that you said that. And she's like, yeah, but it was worth it for me. <laughs> like, it's really, it was so funny. And it was just, they had great chemistry. I thought um, at first I was a little worried that like, it wasn't going to gel, but like the fact that at first I thought that made it like all the sweeter when they really did kind of like, hit their stride and got their banter going. I I just, I did enjoy it. I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I adore, that moment was hilarious. And I think how Jesse's character did nitpick at the, some of the parishioners' um, mm-hmm. attitudes and how she kind of made them, um, uh, like, think a little bit about things. <laughs> I think it was, I think that was a fun aspect. Um, one of my favorite parts was in the beginning, um, and I watched this movie with my mom, and since this, my mom has made jokes about this a couple times, so obviously it's stuck, um, but the moment where the ex-husband says, oh, he's an insurance agent trying to talk to the mom oh. at the funeral, and then she accidentally walks him into a open grave, <laughs> which does not sound right, um, but that he jokes as a pastor, he's um, an afterlife insurance agent um I think that's so funny and my mom has made a comment about that a few times since we watched it a couple weeks ago um and I just that that moment is like stuck in my head I think that is so funny that is such a fun way to refer to yourself um as a pastor I feel like um (laughs) so I thought that was really funny and um yeah now there's an element in this movie that we don't sometimes see in Hallmark movies and other um, movies of this genre, and that is we did get a little bit of a, like, epilogue type scene mm-hmm. at the end. Um, what did you think of that? How did you take that? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was really sweet. Like, you know, she, I, I like that it showed the way that the community kind of gels back together after, um, you know, everything happens, because part of the conflict is that, you know, does the church community, does the community in town, like, accept her and part of that is due to like her ex-husband meddling and part of that's due to like their own kind of you know biases or whatever and I love that they show her not only as being like accepted in the community and they have this family that they've built together but also that like she's active and she's a participant and she is like encouraging kind of everyone's you know faith in the community and I think it was really sweet I I usually don't like epilogues that have babies in them because I feel like sometimes it it makes it feel like oh well you don't really have like a happy ending if you don't have a baby like sometimes it makes me feel kind of like I don't know about that but I thought it was really cute Mary Lou Henner and the baby was really sweet as well I thought Mary Lou Henner turned in a really great performance as well um I haven't seen her in a lot of stuff recently, so I thought it was really sweet. I know she's in the Aurora Tea Garden. Aurora Tea Gardens. That's pretty much the only thing I've ever seen her in. So, <laughs> but um, it's so sweet in this, and, and really like it's it's such a weird situation, like to be in the house with your son's ex-wife. Um, yeah. Like once she finds that out, and then I, but I think she really played it well and showed like how she was sort of torn between both of these people who she clearly loves like a whole lot. Yeah. Because not only, because there's that, that aspect that I think she played really well. I agreed that, you know, she still loves her son, but at the Mm -hmm. same time, she's not condoning or 
uh, okay with what her son did do to Jesse, um, which I think Mary, yeah, Mary Lou Henner, I think she played that out very well um, with her feelings. Yeah. Um, but yeah, altogether, I think it was a pretty fantastic movie. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, what would you give it um, ranking wise for? Well, we don't do crowns on Upside because we're not on Hallmark. Um, we do balloons and we do out of 10 balloons. Oh. So, because it's up, we're going up and we like balloons. So, how out of how many, out of 10 balloons, how many balloons would you give it? I think I'm going to give it nine balloons. Nine balloons. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. I, I would watch it again for sure. Right. I, I'm, I'm glad I got the opportunity to watch it again. Um, so, yes, I'm going to agree with you. I'm also going to give it nine balloons. Hooray! Here we go. It's nine balloons. It's almost. When, when we made this ranking scale for Up, we're like, okay, we have to put Christmas movie Christmas is the all, end all be all of Up movies. <laughs> and we just have to see how close it gets to Christmas movie Christmas, which I know not everyone loved that movie, but for some reason it just made me so happy. Um, <laughs> um, so that's, <laughs> that's our ranking scale. It's like any movie to Christmas movie Christmas. <laughs> okay, so... Next, we have the second movie from April um, from Up TV, and that is a movie called Woman of a House. This is an acquisition from Pixel. So I believe it originally came out in 2017. Um, and this is about a former sorority girl who is longing for her college days. So she decides to take a job as a house mother at her former sorority house. Um, and during this, she stumbles on not only into a very handsome uh, college administrator, but also into one of her old um, fraternity friends. Um, and she really, you know, learns a lot and um, gets to connect with the girls um, at the sorority. So this uh, stars Kristen Zen and Charlie Chadrick. Um, and so... What did you think of this movie? What are your first thoughts, Elise? Um, my first thought when I found out we were going to be reviewing a sorority movie was that I do not care about sororities. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just, I was never that kind of girl who like longed for the sisterhood and like socials and you'll get fined if you don't wear high heels. Like that was just never my scene, obviously. <laughs> so I was, I was just, I was kind of nervous. I'm just going to be honest. I was nervous that I wasn't going to connect. And I think at the beginning, it did take me a while to connect because mm -hmm. of that, because she is so kind of, um, in the beginning, a little bit obsessive about the sorority and the past and, you know, all of these things. Um, but I did, it did grow on me. I think the more we learned about the other characters, kind of that she sort of mother hens throughout the movie, um, those things kind of made me root for the movie more than kind of her conflict. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was cute. Um, I don't know about you, but I personally went to a commuter college, so all our sororities were a lot different than most sororities you see. In yeah, real I, I went to NYU, and our, we had two sororities, I think, and they both had penthouse apartments in skyscrapers in New York City. Cool. So like, nope. I have no idea what normal sorority life is like. I had, I had one of my freshman roommates pledged and they like 
made them run up and down the stairs in the building until all of them got blisters. Like it was horrifying. <laughs> like I'm so glad that this sorority is not like that. <laughs> so I've always been a little bit afraid of sororities, I think. Maybe it's not that I don't get it. Maybe I just don't, maybe I'm just scared. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, as at a commuter college, I feel like the sororities, they only had certain time they could be together because we're all commuters. So right. like, it was like just an influx of just all these girls looking exactly the same for like an hour a day and then they had to go back to their children and their jobs and everything else so i think that's very yeah very different sorority experiences than this one in this movie um i was not in a sorority so (laughs) i don't know um i'm just coming off i just finished college so this is fresh for me (laughs) um but yeah i i thought this movie was cute and i agree i liked her relationship specifically with the girls Mm -hmm. um I also do have to say that one of my favorite Hallmark guys is in this movie, so I'm a little bit biased about this. Um, Charlie Carrick, or is he? No, actually, um, I'm, I don't know if you've heard me say this on the podcast, I'm a lot younger than most of the Hallmark stars, by a lot. A lot of them could be my father, and um, because of that, I tend to look into more of the people who play kids on a lot of the Hallmark movies or, you know, play kind of the weird off-side characters. So, um, the guy, Jordan Burchett, who played- Yes! Yes. So, he was in The Sweetest Heart, which is one of my all-time favorite Hallmark movies, as well as he's in Heartland and stuff now. So, when I saw he was in this movie, I was like, oh my goodness, he's so adorable! Um, (laughs) I want to see, what, how old is he? So, I think he's 24 or 25. He's like a couple years older than he's 20, me. He's 26. He was born, okay. he, it says he's, tw- okay, he just turned 26. So, he's a couple months older than me. Okay, yeah. So, I, I just think he's the cutest thing. He's and- really cute. And he's really, he was good in this. I loved, like, I loved him in this. To take a second from this episode of the podcast and thank our sponsor, where they are the good folks over at Sundance Now. And Sundance Now has a, an amazing lineup of shows that you can stream from them. They are really a really wonderful uh, alternative to what we are getting a lot of the uh, competitive dating shows, reality junk, singers behind masks. We need stories with thought behind them. And don't you want something that's good for your TV soul, Georgia? Do you agree? Of course. I mean, yes. you know, you can only have so much junk TV before you need the, the meals, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amy? Uh, completely agree. Yeah. It's time, to, then it's time to check out Sundance Now. Sundance Now is an ad-free streaming service created by AMC Networks for people who appreciate thought-provoking storytelling and fresh perspectives. If meaningful shows are your escape, then Sundance Now is the destination Sundance Now offers the best of true crime stories, dramas, and thrillers from all over the world. Their original series, McMafia, State of the Union, and The Cry, have received international praise and awards. You can stream Sundance Now on all your favorite devices. Just download the app or watch online and discover exclusive shows from around the world instantly. And right now, you can... uh, Let me see. Um, and something that will really appeal to the Hallmarkies crowd at Sundance Now is they have an entire section of romances, so that's exciting. Yes, and including they have the latest version of Wuthering Heights, which is all kinds of drama and exciting. So you definitely will want to check that out. And it's available as low as $4.99 a month. That's an unbeatable price for award-winning content. So that's really low, $4.99. 
And uh, so right now you can get your, so right now you can start your streaming obsession. Try Sundance Now for 30 days by going to SundanceNow.com. Use promo code Hallmarkies. That's SundanceNow.com, code Hallmarkies for 30 days of free streaming. SundanceNow.com, code Hallmarkies. It is like two very different kinds of relationships with two very different kinds of heroines. Like, um, oh gosh, what's her name? I'm sorry. Um, what's the main character's name? The actress? I know it's Kirsten, but who, what's the character's oh, name? Oh, she Sarah. Sarah. So Sarah is like very much like a girly girl prep, like the typical kind of sorority sister. And then the younger heroine is like kind of nerdy and sort of bookish and like, I, I liked that they had two heroines that people could really relate to, like, no matter where you kind of fall on the spectrum, like, you can find love and romance and people are going to dig you for exactly what you are. Like, I think that's a really great message, especially to have in a movie about college. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's a great, like, lesson to learn. It was, yeah, it was very, very sweet. And I do, I like the way you put that, have, having the two different types of characters. Um, I also did think it was fun and interesting to see her kind of trying to reconnect with this the fraternity boy and mm -hmm. then connecting with more of like an adult figure in the college administrator that was his job right he was just an administrator right well it was weird because they call him like the the college like student life coordinator or whatever but then when they're talking together he's like i hate activities and i'm like why are you in this job then <laughs> What does that mean? What do you mean you hate activities? And he's what like, I find them distracting. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about all that. You probably don't need this job. Like, I, I thought, when I heard that, I thought they were setting it up to where she would eventually, like, he would go do something else and she would take his job because, like, she cares about the students and helping people find their place. And, like, it, it was that part of it was a little bit weird to me. Like, I think her kind of arc over the story kind of lost me at times. Mm -hmm. Because I, I don't know, like, I get, like, okay, I need to grow up and get out of college. I totally get that. But, like, why couldn't she have a job, like, a real job on campus where she got to, like, do all of the goals that she said she had? Like, helping people find their place on campus and mm -hmm. getting active and, like, I don't know. I think some of the messaging in this movie was maybe a little bit iffy for me. It was a little weird off, and it didn't all court connect correctly, yeah. I feel like. Um, so that was a little, but that's more of the logistical side. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do agree. I thought that was a very sweet aspect that I don't get to, like in Hallmark movies, I don't know why they think that anyone under the age of 25 can't fall in love. Um, but that seems to be a thing. I know why. Why? Um, they've done a lot of market research about what age of woman is that people most find most compelling to fall in love and it's mid 30s 35 to 37 jeez well you know i uh as someone who's a hallmark podcaster who was in college i would share about my hallmark love a lot and a lot of people would be like well why am i gonna watch that it's just a bunch of people in their 30s falling in love and i'm like yep <laughs> <laughs> which is fine everyone needs to fall in love but i just would appreciate it if they'd you know throw me a bone from time to time so all my friends wouldn't think i'm crazy um <laughs> no but i love this i i think to your point like not only did we get to see the older couple fall in love but we had the b romance which i i'm always rooting for a b romance yeah um but also it was like two very different kinds of relationships so uh what did you think 
comparing those two relationships, so what did you think? Did you right off the bat think the fraternity guy was nonsense? Um, no, I totally knew he was nonsense. Um, <laughs> I just, it, you know, it's funny coming off of Hallmark movies where it's like, the boy you loved in high school is definitely going to be the man you love for the rest of your life. <laughs> like, nope. this is really, it was really a cool counterpoint to see like, oh no, sometimes the guy you liked in high school and college was garbage. <laughs> like, sometimes it's, but he, he and, and I liked that he wasn't like a total villain. Like, he did kind of blow her off and he did have like his weak moments, but he did also like bring cars for a car wash. And like, he was a good guy, even if he wasn't like the right guy for her. Mm -hmm. And he probably has like a lot more growing up to do. And obviously before he like finds real love or whatever, but I did think it was like a cool kind of counterpoint to a lot of what we usually see in these kind of movies. Yes. Yes. I like that. There was very different characters and that's what I really appreciated that I also appreciated the different age groups which I would like to see more of because I mean come on you got you're telling me all these Hallmark actresses don't have siblings that are that could also fall in love or something um, exactly. but, um yeah so I did I really enjoyed that I appreciated it um the storyline I wasn't really into the whole let's save the sorority I'm really sick of the save the blank but then again, I also watch 100 Hallmark movies a year, so that could be why that's a little um, biased for me. Um, how did you take that storyline? Did you think the bake sale was going to save the sorority? Um, yeah, I guess I, again, I think my problem was that it wasn't really established kind of towards the beginning why the sorority is so important. I was just kind of like, all right you can join another sorority, find new sisters. Like yeah. if, if up top we had really found out like what kind of charitable works do they do? What kind of outreach do they do? Like there has to be more to the sorority than just like mixers with frats and bake sales. Like I feel like if those things had been clearer in the beginning, that might've made me more like inclined to really root for them. But like really it was the characters that kept me watching more than like the sorority house. I didn't, I didn't really care about the sorority house. I'm sorry. Um, like I knew it was important to them and I was like, all right. But for me, it wasn't the most compelling thing. I don't know. Yeah. I, I completely, completely agree. Um, okay. So what would you rate this movie? What do you think? I guess like a seven out of 10, seven balloons out of 10. Okay. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, I'm going to go with a six. I appreciated it. I liked what it did. I liked the characters, but also I don't know if I'd watch it again. Yeah. I think that's, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to our final movie. Uh, this was the first May release for Up. Hi, you're moving on. No one appreciates my puns, I feel like. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, okay, so the <laughs> first May release was, is a movie called A Moving Romance. This is another Pixel-acquired movie, um, and this is about a girl who... Why do they never give me the character name? Okay, there we go. This is about Olivia, who has a job as some sort of decorator, and she unfortunately gets fired and has to, um, she decides to go visit her father in 
a town I'm assuming is close to Los Angeles, and starts to assist at her father's moving company, uh, where she meets the assistant manager, I believe he is, and they clash a little bit, and then eventually fall in love. Um, so this stars Amber Chidlers and Keegan Allen as Olivia and Scott, the main characters. Um, so what did you think of this movie? Did it move you um, at all? Um, I think, I think I might pack this one in a box and put it in the garage. Um, <laughs> I, I really wanted to like it. Like, I think, you know, a moving company, like, that's interesting. That's different. And I love Jim O'Hare, who's in Parks and Recreation. I think he's great. Um, but I, I just, I didn't, um, it, it didn't really grab me. And I, I think it had some pacing issues. And while I was excited about the moving company in the beginning, then I was like, oh, oh no, there, there might be a reason we don't have many moving company movies. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it, it didn't, it, it wasn't my favorite, I don't think. Yeah, it definitely wasn't my favorite. And I think the biggest problem for me was I feel like the two main characters didn't really have a lot of chemistry. Mm -hmm. um, I really didn't. I think her, um, I think Olivia and her father, I think they had a good connection, those actors, but I just, I, I could not see these two people together. Um, yeah. It, their characters didn't really match up to me, and I, it didn't, his storyline didn't make much sense to me at all. It's hard for me, I think from like kind of a, a story perspective, it's hard to root for them when he's dating someone else for almost the entire runtime of the movie. Like it doesn't give them a whole lot of opportunity for chemistry and like close moments. And I found her to be kind of like her character to be sort of juvenile and like the whole kind of conflict with her dad at the end about him dating someone else, like, yikes like you don't want your dad to be happy like I know your mom is your best friend but that's that's kind of hard you know it's kind of harsh I yeah. just I think I, I I agree I just didn't really buy it I think and it's hard you know when these movies are so they are the romance like if you don't buy the romance it's hard to kind of buy everything else yeah I I completely agree another thing that kind of threw me off is there was many different men that she interacted with at this moving company and I felt like she could have fallen in love with any of them. Like there wasn't a direct just him type of thing and I feel like the other storylines for the other men maybe took a while to kind of come into play. So I that was just another reason I don't think their chemistry worked out. Again him dating someone else also all of a sudden he's going to be a lawyer at the end kind of threw me off. Yeah, that was, that was like, because I, I remember seeing her, she opens up like the LSAT files, but it, the cut, it, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. We have to talk about how many montages are in this movie. If you, if you cut out all of the montages, I think this movie could like fit in a commercial slot in another movie. <laughs> like it was, it, there were so many montages. And then one of the montages, like when they're moving, like they're practicing moving is like the most montage montage song. It's like, and now we're doing a montage. We're gonna move this stuff. Like it was, I just, I started laughing. I was so shocked 
that they had chosen it, that it like it, it felt like a comedy beat to me. <laughs> I I couldn't believe it. I just I just couldn't. And I feel like if they had used the montage time to develop their relationship more, maybe I would have bought it better, perhaps. <laughs> I never want to see a moving montage ever again. Never in my again. Life. No. <laughs> that was too much for me. And the montages and how frequent they are gave me like a throwback to popular vlogs in like 2014 YouTube is what that gave me a throwback to. Where like everything had to be a montage for a solid year on YouTube and that that's what this movie reminded me of. <laughs> like I didn't know moving was so, you know, every time I've moved it's been like, oh this this isn't great. <laughs> well that's why you have to hire their company, obviously, because it'll oh, make okay. it as painless as a montage. Gotcha. Okay, so they won't lose anything or break nope. anything. Nope. <laughs> well, I love it when she's talking about, like, how they're going to fix the, the company. She's like, we're going to take things that no one else will take and we'll never break anything. And you're going to pick up every box you can find. And I'm like, seems like a weird thing to try and communicate to your audience. <laughs> like, wow. Uh, yeah. And what did you think of her solution of it becoming staging as well as moving. I don't know that I bought that either. Like, I, I think, I think it's, like, a very adequate, like, movie solution, but if you think about it, like, after the movie, like, I just kept thinking, how big is this town, and how many people are moving, and why do they all need restaging ser services, and I, I don't know. I thought, like, the whole thing with his grandmother, like, her redecorating the apartment so it felt more like home. Like, that was really cool. That was, like, that was a nice touch. But I don't really know if I believed that she was going to, like, save her dad's company with the restaging stuff. Yeah, exactly. Also, I don't know about you, but when I move, I don't want someone going through all my stuff and deciding. No, don't touch my things. Go. <laughs> Just leave the boxes and go. Yeah, and it's, I don't want to be judged by my furniture. <laughs> well, it's like, she's like, what are the most important things in here? And I'm like, everything. It's all coming with me. That's why I asked you to move it. Exactly. That's the thing. When you move, you normally purge before you move. Right. <laughs> so, like. And they were like, and we'll buy new pieces. And I'm like, no. No, you no just room. moved. Stop. You just, ex that was an expense of moving. Like, <laughs> buy all new it does, it just, it seems like even more trouble to hire movers and stagers, I think. I, 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 I worry about their business model, I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Do you think, um, now there was the other random guy that they gave the company to, who I'm still confused about. <laughs> the, the movie, it, it did, it lost me a little bit, I'll be honest. And I, I, I liked the second couple. I thought the second couple was sweet. Mm -hmm. um, like, I kind of wanted the movie to be about them a little bit more. But I don't know. I just, I, I don't really know what is going on with this movie. I don't, I don't either. And I was also, the, she was coming from New York to California. You're also, you've lived in California before, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was very... I'm like, where in California are they? <laughs> right, they said it, they were in Southern California, and I was like, I, I've been around Southern California, I don't know where they think they are, like, what? I'm like, they're deaf, like, 
they're definitely, I'm thinking they're like close to the border of Nevada or something because there's no small towns in <laughs> or like small community. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, I think it just, it didn't really have a very strong sense of place. I don't think I'd want to watch it again. I appreciate yes. the approach of mm -hmm. a new theme, a moving company romance, um, but I don't think it was necessarily played out in the best way. Yes, I think I would agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so would you like to see more romance movies about moving in the future? You know, I think it could work. I think if you did, like, we are helping someone move and we find this box of letters and the letters are from her old long lost love and we're going to help reunite them and, oh, hijinks. Sure, yeah. maybe. Or like, oh, we're moving this house and we found a Matisse and now we have to, to sell it, maybe. <laughs> or give it to a museum and now we're fighting over whether to sell it or give it to a museum. Cool. Like, I feel like there are opportunities for, like, cool things like that, but I don't know that this movie really capitalized on them. Yeah. I completely, completely agree. Would Except you for the montage potential. They oh, did God. capitalize on the montage potential of moving. Yes, it did. I don't know. Did they get a bonus for making the most montages in a romantic comedy? I don't know, but I think they won if they did. <laughs> um, would you hire this moving company? Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe? Would you hire them? Probably. Probably. I mean, they seemed to care a little bit more. They seemed nice. It is weird, though, that they're, like, so resistant to having a website. I'm like, it's, it's, what year was this movie made? This is 2017. You'll have a moving website. Like, I don't want to call you. Exactly. Like, how do I know you're real? <laughs> right? Like, just call the phone number. That's, I'm not giving you any information over the phone. Um, yeah, I might because they seem to care a little bit more, but at the same time, someone just hiring them would be like, well, how do I get in contact with them? Do I have to find them in the phone book? Right. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, that also, yeah, that's, that's a weird marketing move not to be online in the state like at least have a yelp or something i don't know right um, <laughs> but yeah so that was weird but um so all in all what would you rate this movie um probably like a four four balloons out of ten yeah i'm i'm gonna agree i'm gonna go with four balloons probably wouldn't watch it again it was cute just have a lot of questions afterwards mm -hmm. a lot of questions very questions. i do think it had good production design and yes. then we finished. Like, I, I thought it was beautiful. I thought, like, the office was really cool, like, with their exposed brick and, like, the fire doors and everything. But I think that was, like, the coolest thing. That was what really caught my eye, was the production design. It was very... All, all, I think all three of these movies had very good setting, mm -hmm. production. I think those were all done very well for all of them. Um, but, yeah. All right. Well, those are our movies for April and May. All in all, what did you think of this little lineup? This is a pretty good lineup. Two out of three ain't bad, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. All right. Well, thank you so much, Elise, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Is there anything you'd like to share with us? Anything you're working on? Anything you'd like to promote? Yeah, um, I have a new book out for anyone who is um, 
partial to fantasy romance. I wrote it under the pen, not, pen name Emmeline Winter. Um, it's called Magic Exchange. Um, but I also have a book coming out next month if you're into the more of the Hallmark stuff. Um, and you can find all of the information about those on my Twitter or on my website, um, elisemurray.com. Okay, so I will make sure to put all of your links in the description. Go check her out. Enjoy all of her beautiful things because she's a beautiful writer. Um, and um, I, I really do appreciate you coming on and talking about these movies with us. I so appreciate it. Um, if you'd like to hear more from the podcast, you can find the podcast everywhere at Hallmarkies Pod or at Hallmarkies Podcast. We also have a patron if you want to come on there and support us. And we also have some really awesome merchandise designs and all those links will be in the description. If you personally want to find me anywhere, you can find me online pretty much on everything, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at It's Amy Craig. Um, and that is it. Thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. She really saved us recording this. I'm so, I'm so happy. Thank you. And thank you, Rachel, for getting her to do this with me. <laughs> Always. Anytime. Thank you. Um, all right. We'll see you guys later. Have a great day. Stay happy and healthy. Bye, guys.